Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, citizens, and thank you for joining us here for the Gotham After Show. We are going to talk about Jerome slash Joker and the carnival of dark humor. All that and more here next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'm a Joker. I'm a Joker. I'm Perhaps, not a perhaps this song is mm-hmm. a little on the nose. Yeah, a little bit. Perhaps. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Steve Coffey. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Coffey. That is K-A-U-F-N-A-N-N, but I'm not alone. Hey, guys. I'm Lucretia Lyon. You can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet. And yes, I am a space cowboy and a midnight toker. Both? Yeah, because they go together. I don't think you can toke in space. I'm, I'm not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to take this... They have vapes in space. Uh, That's a new show I'm making. Nah, we're, we need to go make that show right VH1. now. VH1. So, the winter finale, it's mm-hmm. been three episodes this winter. How are you feeling? I feel that this was not enough. Like, it was a good ending to a short little three-episode arc, but at the same time, I'm just like, I want more. I'm the opposite. I actually huh. really enjoyed this, I think. Yeah. For three, I, I think this would have been out of place or stretched or weird if... Because they clearly have a plan to end the year, whereas these three weeks seem to just be standalone. Yeah, they were pretty well an arc with Jerome coming back, and I liked that. And it was so just like the best possible way to do this cute little Batman Joker story without seeming anything other than it's Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. I love how they've done Joker. I love I'm sorry, Jerome. I'll, yeah. keep, I'll keep saying Jerome, we'll just call you guys. It. <laughs> but, like, I, I love everything they've been doing so far. I, I'm And I've never in my life in a TV show have I just been kind of happy. Like, I'm happy they let me off this for a minute. Hmm. And I'm happy we can just back off and then come back. So it was very interesting. We're going to start off with the, the guy I love. <laughs> Cobblepot. Enigma, the guy love did not go very well. It did not, and I was kind of sad to see this guy love not end in um, what guy love should be, just love between two guys. But we did get a Riddler costume. Yeah. I Riddler costume was wonderful. Yeah. I didn't like the complicated, the complicated icy mechanism <laughs> to create the like. Oh man, he's gonna break out of that. That's gonna be stupid. And then sure enough, that's. Sure enough, Cobblepot breaks out of it. Also, I love the brief mention that they got that Cobblepot, like Isabella, was so meaningless to Cobblepot that the <laughs> name doesn't even Isabel, right? Yeah. Isabel. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it was Isabella or Isabel either, so she meant that little to me too. <laughs> oh well, well, because she's Kringle. Yeah, she'll always be Kringle to exactly. us. Exactly, same person. Yeah, she's literally the same person. But I love how I love. To, because it'll probably only happen a couple times. But I love in this moment we've finally received a chance for Cobblepot to like have wool 
thrown, have wool just come up from his eyes. <laughs> but this is the first, like, a whole plan gets revealed to Cobblepot. Yeah, and I like that he found out everything and that he called Barbara's bluff. He was sort of like, mm, yeah, why are you being nice to me? He still had the thinly veiled, you know, love of Ed for Ed not to do that. But mm. well, of course, and he's yeah. he's also got some internal struggles because yeah. Cobblepot is if Cobblepot is a homosexual, he's not an out homosexual. I no. they didn't go this way, but I thought heading into this season that they would they would portray him as asexual. They would portray him as more bookish and asexual. That he his love for Nigma wasn't. Maybe that's still, in their own weird way, I think maybe they're still doing that. I think so, because to me, But the he love, was, for, love yeah. seems to be possession. Yeah, is, I still feel that Cobblepot is asexual, and his love for Ed was that Ed was someone who was supporting him, and it was not a sexual sort of love. Mm-hmm. So I think that he still hasn't crossed that line. Mm-hmm. So, Tabitha, Butch. Mm-hmm. Tabitha, Cobblepot breaks out, Tabitha, Butch, find him. Butch has to carry him. He does not like that. They bring him back to the club. They want to kill Nigma, but they can't kill Nigma before Nigma gets to kill Cobblepot. Nigma show. I mean, they must have seen the crazy implementation. I think they were within their right to say no. He had his chance to kill Cobblepot. Like, we didn't actually deliver. Like, we didn't think you'd bond villain Cobblepot. We no. thought you would just kill Cobblepot however you would like. And I understand it was like I'd love to destroy everything about him everything about it but Cobblepot and Enigma and Cobblepot dies <laughs> like dies it's Gotham yeah so I'll just ask you now do you think do you think he do you think we see Cobblepot like next time they're back on the air I don't think it'll be in the very next episode but I think you will see him before the end of the season because he's not dead no one is ever dead in he's Gotham. Got, he's Gotham dead. Yeah, and that's the thing, is all the chat seems to agree um, that, yeah, there's no way he's dead. You know, it's Gotham. And yeah. two, we all know who he becomes, and there's still this hope that this is somehow tied to canon Batman. Yeah, and I think that's what people think. It's like, no, he's part of canon Batman, so he's alive. So no. that he's he's the canon penguin of, of no. this universe? That he's, that's who sure. he is? Yeah. Goodbye, buy that. Do we have anything else with Cobblepot and Enigma before we get into this weird, dark, <laughs> wonderful carnival? Yeah, I don't... I think that was it. It's like we saw the costume and... And they sprinkled it... Died. Well, yeah. they sprinkled yeah. it through enough yeah. of this insanity yeah. that we're kind of okay with it. Hmm? One minor nitpick when we get into the joke... Get into hmm? the Jerome world, yeah. as I'll call it. Um, we could call it Jerry World. Perhaps, uh, well, perhaps that maybe. is my Jerry World is um, an AT and T stadium, the Jerome Cowboys World. place. Mm-hmm. Jerome mm-hmm. World. If he destroyed all the power in Gotham, how does he have power? How does he have power for his circus generators? Generators? Yeah, we're gonna go with generators. We're gonna go with generators because that seems that's logical. But I, it's Gotham. <laughs> yeah, it I've got Gotham. coffee for this drinking game of it's Gotham. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. So before he we get introduced to this dark carnival, mm-hmm. Jerome goes to Wayne Mansion to capture Lil Wayne with a bunch of henchmen. Those henchmen just start tearing the place apart, and one of the things they do is they trash this owl that he like literally had to rob someone and go through mm-hmm. this ridiculous adventure to get that had an untold treasure that he has yet to have seen or understood. 
and they just throw it and break it on the floor, which it's Gotham goes both ways. This was amazing. Because <laughs> yeah. any, any other show would have kept that, like, would have had him hold it and then put it, oh, this must be important. Or, like, Bullock, Bullock, Bullock comes in now. <laughs> Bullock and Gordon come in now. Like, the fact that they were literally like, nope, this is really important. It gives you a map of the city as the Court of Owls understands it. Really? No one knows. <laughs> I love that because it's just, you were expecting it to go one way. Mm-hmm. And because it's Gotham, it goes in a completely different direction. Because they're like, no, nah, screw this piece. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Yeah. So, Alfred, being Alfred, yeah. sticks up for Lil Wayne. To which one of my favorite <laughs> Jerome one-liners this episode was like, are, are billionaires usually this close to their butlers? <laughs> yeah, I like that. He Is brought their thing? relationship up. <laughs> their cute little father-son relationship. Is that a father-son? I guess that's a father-son relationship. Yeah, it's... the most that Bruce has ever really had. <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, it's not as obvious because his parents just recently died. But the more he grows up in the canon Batman, you're like... Yeah, this is the closest thing he ever had. That's fair. Hmm. His father, who also teaches him to box people and yeah. makes him food, and is tied into his fortune in some regard. It's interesting. It's yeah. fun. So he gets taken to this weird, dark carnival where Jerome wants to torture and then kill him because he's an anarchist. Yeah. Like, I do like the Jerome character. It's pretty one note, but the note is so good. And that's the he thing. He wants to watch the world yeah. burn, and he never even said that. Like, I don't know. I'm just doing things. And this is why I know that a lot of people are on the fence about this being the Joker origin. But they tend to forget, this is not canon Batman. As much as we like it to be, it, it can be. But at the same time, it is Gotham. And this is a fun little origin story to explain not only the Joker and how this just extreme anarchist with no reason for doing anything does what he does, and then that to tie that relationship to why Bruce does what he does later. And this was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, I lost my place on all things. Yeah. They're, they're at... What, let's just point yeah. out some of our favorites, because... I think they finally found mm-hmm. the true tone of this show. When this show is its absolute best is when they're mixing is when they're mixing a very campy Adam West style crazy yeah. Batman with the dark humor of people will die like people will die, human lives don't mean much, the villains are kinda cool. That you actually get what was most described here, like you could pay money to like literally shoot at a person. You could pay money to throw balls at a pit, throw balls at a dunk tank, and then Mm. there's piranhas in the dunk tank. Yeah, that was amazing, by the (laughs) way. It was just like, the fact that this whole carnival was designed just to, I almost said a bad word, but screw with people, we'll go with that. But yeah, um, that was just amazing, this dark, deep freak show. It's almost like out of American Horror Story than a Fox show or certainly like a DC TV show. It was so delightfully cool. And to me, as you said, set the tone for Gotham. And it's like, I want this tone for Gotham now. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking yeah. if we're talking pure ratings, yeah. it's taken them a long time to get here. So I hope, I hope people find this episode or these three episodes. And I think that might be part of the reason they did it. That mm. These three episodes can be a microcosm. 
of these three episodes are a microcosm of what this show is going to be moving forward. That it's very that people need to see them. People need people who have given up on this show or may have given up on the show. They need to come back and just jump into these three episodes. They're pretty easy to follow without everything else. Yeah, they're standalone. That's mm. why if we were going to do three episodes sort of stuck by themselves in January, then that worked. Yeah. yeah. And also, everyone forgets that Jerome in season one that everyone loved was only the first three episodes. I think it was only the first two episodes. Hmm. Because, and all the promos, they use the promos to like very much heavily imply that it's going to be the Joker. It's going to be the Joker. Jerome's going to be the Joker. And I think part of that, you get a lot of the, the trolls and a lot of the hate. Yeah. Just that whenever you cast someone as the Joker, people don't have nice things to say. <laughs> well, and I, and I, but yeah. I loved the diversion in season two, where, yeah, you're going to have him. A lot of people are going to tune in to see him. And then the real villain is going to kill him in, like, episode two or three. Yeah, that was so crazy. And then to have him come back the way that he did. I mean, uh, you know, setting it up with the cutting part of his face off for his henchmen. Oh. And then to have him put it back on and then to continue to staple it. I was just, just like, is this on awesome. Fox? I'm like, oh, this is like FX cable material here. And I think this it's, is on cool. at, it's on at 8, right? Yeah, it's, it, on, it's like on the eight, early slot. Yeah. It's on the 8 p.m. slot, like the 8 p.m. primetime slot. That it, But I think it's so cartoony. That although I did mention like the value of a human life in this circus, mm. I think it's so cartoony and the tone is so dark humor that you don't you don't watch that and be concerned like wow that's stunningly terrible like all of those people are all of those people are presum like presumably dead being tortured you don't think that you think man this guy cool yeah I kind of want to go to this yeah you're like I want to go to this circus I kind of want to I kind of want to be a bad a and go to that go. Be so bad that I can go to this circus. Yeah, I'm like, this seems like Venice, only like darker, and so I'm like totally down with it. So, like, but but I'm so um, Venice at night. Yeah, yes. <laughs> nailed it. Oh, we've got some comments here in the chat. Sky Patterson says Jerome and Bruce was awesome, and Christian Camaro uh, says I like Jerome, but I don't like how they cut off his face. <laughs> I kind of liked that part. I thought it was just like it was fitting to the depravity, and it just added to giving him a costume without being so overly costumey. Because I got the clown makeup and everything, and mm. it wasn't overdone. No, I really yeah. enjoyed. I really enjoyed the the face. Yeah. The face of this all my my big concern. I'll mm-hmm. say a concern is that he will um where do you go from there? Yeah. Where like where can you possibly go from literally tearing a character's face off? I I have a feeling of where they were going and it involves Dr. Lee. Should I save it for predictions? Yes. Yes. But I I have a similar yes. idea. I have a similar idea cuz we Yeah. I've been saying since day one you shouldn't be we shouldn't be trusting Dr. Lee. No. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a pretty by the numbers it's a pretty by the numbers episode of Gotham all in all that Bruce is in trouble, Gordon yeah. comes and saves him. It is what it is. Like though. if I explain like I'm thinking about it beat by beat and I'm like beat by beat this isn't as exciting and, and interesting as it was. Yeah, that's the thing, is the episode itself, like breaking it down, you're like but I feel like I'm cheating the episode because it was just a beautiful display of what would happen if Bruce was a kid and the Joker existed. Cameron Monaghan magnificently portrays a younger Joker that we can totally get behind knowing Bruce and going to this crazy carnival. Everything in here we can totally get behind, even being big Batman nerds. Because yeah. Cameron Monaghan, I'm going to just say it, sweeping declaration, way better than Jared Leto. 
that mm. no, that's unnecessary. But I think Cesar Romero was better than yeah. <laughs> Jared I, Leto. Yeah. I. By Jared mm. Leto, you mean the Joker that was written for Jared Leto? Yes. And and some of Jared Leto's performance. Yeah. Um, Denny Rain in the chat says, honestly, his face in, in the puddle water, I'm like, infections. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's honestly what I was thinking, too. That's how it goes white. Because <laughs> he, he got beat to a bloody pulp by a muddy puddle. Yeah. And then his face, his face pretty much almost completely off, so one giant exposed wound that is his face Ugh. winds up in just, like, dirty puddle water. I, they must have really strong antibiotics in that. Yeah. I mean, he is like a zombie, so maybe he's immune. I don't know how that works. I, I think we've thought we've thought about it more than most. Yeah. Do we have any other any other notes on this middle part? This this meat of the episode. Yeah, Ant says I think we have not yet seen the true Joker yet. Uh, Danny Ryan thinks that Cameron slayed her life. I, I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. agree. I also agree that this Jerome will never be the Joker as we understand him. I've been saying this ad nauseum that I'll, yeah. I'll give a very abbreviated version and I think that he's a mantle character. He's a mantle character that the true Joker that's going to fight Batman was either at that dark carnival or somewhere else and will grow up to be even worse. Yeah, and that's the thing, is are these characters going to be the early versions in canon, or are they going to be mantle characters? And with Gotham, you don't know, and that's what's great, is you both can believe both. or not. Yeah, yeah or not at or all. Or they go through a pipe and age, like, 15 yeah. years, or <laughs> yeah. they, they get frozen. They get frozen in Indian Hill and then come back when there's actually a Batman. Yeah. Or they're... They get out of organized crime, but their kid gets murdered, so they get back in organized crime. Like, it could be anything. Yeah. It gets, uh, I think you just literally described all of them. I described all the, all hmm. the, all the possibilities. Hmm. Um, do we want to jump into the Court of Owls? Because I think we really want to talk about the Court of Owls. I think so. The Court of Owls exists. Hmm. They the do. The Court of Owls is aware of this situation <laughs> has reached a mess. The Court of Owls even cares. Which I think is important. To, it's important to show how, how epic what we just witnessed is, that... And I love how I love how the Court of Owl rules that they're both sitting there having tea, going, mm-hmm. "Oh my dear, we should perhaps do something about <laughs> the power being out and everyone fighting." Ew. And this anarchist madman without a face. This is my Court of Owls. This is my Court of Owls voice. That's a really good impersonation there, because <laughs> they're an old British guy. Uh, the Court of Owls is yep. just one old British guy, and yep. absolutely not. And absolutely not Gordon's. I think they're saying uncle now that it's mm-hmm. not Gordon's father. We, yeah, I we've thought, never gotten confirmation. Well, what's it's Gordon's weird relation is when the casting initially came out for James Remar, it said he was going to be Gordon's father. So, mm-hmm. but that may have been a misprint because she called him his uncle. Yeah, and so I'm confused. But you know what? Maybe they decided to change it. They've been doing or that, that, or yeah. that he's his biological father. Fa- yeah, he's his biological father and stayed in his life under the guise of I'm your uncle. Yeah, like they do. Anything like that. And the woman that's a that's that that's a um that's Lil Wayne's grandmother. That's zero zero yeah. confirmation from me, but I know that that's 
There's talk that that's someone from the Wayne family. I can see that. And being a grandmother, because as someone who watches General Hospital and does the after show here at After Buzz TV, <laughs> by the way, um, she so reminds me of Helena Cassidyne, like evil grandmother. And I'm like, I want her to be his grandmother because I like having Batman have an evil grandma because I don't think that that's ever been really a part of it. And I think that would be cool. Yeah. Also, yeah. real quick, the chat disagrees mm-hmm. with me entirely. This oh. is the Joker. Um, Alyssa Mines brings up a good point. If Penguin is Penguin and Riddler is Riddler, why can't Jerome be the Joker? Also, she also says earlier, Joker is older than Batman. She's making a good point. Yeah. She's making a good point for this actually being the Joker and not a mantle character. Yeah, and as I say... Because he's slightly older than Bruce, too, because he's probably only 16 or 17. Yeah, he's a teenager, you know, maybe late teens. So he is older than Bruce, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't... I don't, I don't like he's the real Riddler, and I don't like if Nygma being the real Riddler unless he... I don't know. I don't like it. I think he should get frozen in Indian Hell. Yeah, that's the thing, is Nygma's a character that I feel has sort of... I, I like seeing the costume, but I want to break from him, because I think that Penguin was a stronger character that we kind of got to know as... Um, a little bit more of a fleshed out 3D gray character. Nigma has turned to where he's he's all bad, so I think we need a break. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. We need and it's this show, it's not like it's not like they're at a loss for villains. Yeah. If you back off Nigma, you leave Cobblepot in the water, you have Lil Wayne fight the Court of Owls, and then you have Tabitha Butch Barbara and that that triumphant that's trying to take over the city having to fight both the Court of Owls and uh, Clone Bruce, uh, Fish Mooney, like pretty much anyone from Indian, anyone who got out of Indian Hill at the end yeah. of season two. Like, you can you can pump the brakes on Nygma and Cobblepot, especially since Tabitha, Butch, Barber are going to get to run the city. Yeah, I feel that run that's... the city. Yeah, I feel that that's where they're going, is kind of uh, curtailing both of them for now. Just like, we feel that Mad Hatter will be back, we feel that Clayface will be back, and Clayface could kind of come in again with Barber and Butch and Co. to just show up. Um, but yeah, there's so much else they could delve into. But I feel that Penguin is someone who deserves to be a full-fledged character every season. Because mm. he is a gray character. He helps out when he can. He is not completely evil. The The direction that Nygma took, I feel that it's hard for them to weave him back into the story other than being a villain. No. I could buy that. Yeah. I think, let's talk about the Court yeah. of Oz a little more before we have an extended, we have an extended overtime version of <laughs> speckless, or reckless speculation. Yes. Um, <laughs> what do we think the Court of Oz is going to do? Specifically with Tabitha Butch, Tabitha Butch Barbara. I feel that the Court of Owls is going to use them to their advantage until they throw them away. I feel that Barbara will be a character much like uh, Penguin that we'll continue to see from season to season because she's proven herself to be much like uh, Penguin, a fun character that we like to see that can help on either side. The other two, I feel that Butch and Tabitha, I've actually been surprised that Butch lasted this long. I like his character, but I feel that it's run its course. And with Tabitha, I mean, I know she's Tigress, uh, if you're Batman canon, but it's also time to maybe curtail her character because we haven't really invested enough in her unless yet. Unless you're going to make her Tigress. Yeah, unless you're going to go full on, like, we're going to make her Tigress, like, get a costume, get mm-hmm. all that. That's the only way to go another direction with this character at this point. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I can I can rock I can rock with that. I think I just think they're all so low level underground. Yeah. I think they're all so level so low level underground that the court's not even gonna reveal themselves. <laughs> yeah. To them. They're just gonna Oh let they them, won't. They'll they're let gonna them run let, it. They're gonna yeah. let them think they run Gotham. Yeah. Just like just like Cobblepot before them. <laughs> yeah. Let yeah, them sure. let them <laughs> think they run Gotham and then we can just infiltrate them every way we do so that we can still secretly run Gotham. It's sort of like how the American voting system is. Exactly. Wow. Well, then it got dark. Also, uh, Billie Jean Girl 24, Clayface mm-hmm. showed up last week, correct? Uh, yeah. Or no, Clayface showed up. It was a couple weeks ago where he was part... He, he was become the ghost. the ghost, yeah. He was the ghost because yeah. we got that huge reveal from Cobblepot mm-hmm. specifically of... And that was part of the why, the reason he had the wool pulled, pulled over from his eyes, that he was literally, wait, you, <laughs> I saw a dead man. <laughs> I saw a dead person. It's like, no, I know a guy. Mm. I know a guy who impersonates dead people. That's all it <laughs> was. So, do we want to jump into predictions? I think we should. I think we're there. So before we get to predictions at large, <laughs> where where do you see Dr. Lee going? I see, because they kept saying Harley Quinn is going to show up on Gotham. And I was like, Barbara is not Harley Quinn. The scene where Lee was in the, hospital, or in the Emmy's office with Jerome, I was just like, Holy crap, this is where they're going because I wasn't here that week because I was at the Just Sleep Dark premiere, but whatever. Mm. Just let to throw that in there. But um, yeah, so uh, in that moment, I was like, this is where they're going and this is wonderful because I know Marina can pull it off and this is a way to save the character. Is sort of have her become a follower of Jerome. She is a doctor and this is sort of maybe. I wouldn't call it a mantle because I don't think that Harley Quinn will ever have a mantle character. Mm-hmm. But I feel that they're going to go Harley Quinn-esque with Lee because she's angry. She seemed to reason with Jerome and understand his point of view. And I was just like, ooh, I like where this is going. That's going to be creepy, yeah. though. So yeah, creepy. creepy. I don't like that. I don't mm-hmm. like that at all. <laughs> That's just, yes. That'll just be wrong on so many levels. Well, hopefully you don't make her obsessed with him, but just sort of like, I get his point of view, and I'm going to go crazy. That makes yeah. sense, especially since, realistically, you can't bring Jerome back for the rest of the season. No. Then I think Jerome is somebody who people are going to love in this show because they bring him back for three weeks. Mm-hmm. They bring him back for three weeks, Gordon, Gordon punches his face in, and then he goes to Indian Hill, and then Indian Hill lets him out at some point. So I could, speaking of mantles, I could see Lee taking over, taking over for what, for Jerome's cause. No. That would be creepy. As a mob doctor. Because I still yeah, see her becoming a mob doctor. Yeah, because I like the mob doctor idea. And that, w- that would, too, is just like, I don't want her to go full on crazy like Harley Quinn that people know from Suicide Squad or mm-hmm. from the cartoons. More of a subdued, like, I'm a crazy person taking up this cause because she seemed to reason with him. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking about it briefly. Hmm. Do we think Bruce Wayne is going to overcome the Court of Owls? Or some folks in the chat, I believe Amanda Powell, is saying that they're going to kidnap him. I, I think so. And replace uh, him with Emo Bruce. Yeah, because everybody's wondering what, what has happened to Emo Bruce. You don't bring up Emo Bruce without having a plan there. And I feel that 
they're going to try to switch him out. But of course, Selena and Alfred, no Bruce. They aren't going to buy it for a second. So what are they going to do with them? Because that's the thing, is you can replace Bruce Wayne with everybody else, but those two. Yeah. But and, Selena, Kyle, and Alfred would know. Yeah. That's what I'm... So it's like, how are they going to get rid of them for temporary to, to replace? Or you kidnap Bruce, lock him in a room with Emo Bruce, and say, we're going to kill Selena, Kyle, and Alfred, and all your... And Gordon and Bullock and yeah. anyone you've ever known. And Selena Kyle's mom, just because you seem to be the only one who liked her. <laughs> and we're just going to kill everybody. We're just going to kill everybody unless you train Emo Bruce to be you. And then we're going to... And then we put in Emo Bruce in your place, and he, he will be an accurate depiction of you, and you get to sit in jail, and then, I, I don't know, and then he would think that he's going to come up with a plan, and he won't. Yeah, because I see that for, on Bruce's point of view. Is Bruce, because, you know, he becomes Batman, he is always thinking about those he cares about. Selena, Alfred, you know, the greater good, Gordon, all that. that. He, he that would he... accept that, and he would feed Emo Bruce to keep them safe. He would try to keep that uh, as much as possible. That's a good counterpoint. Yeah, yeah, that would be the way to make it happen. Um, do you have any other predictions? I don't know. Like, I think we've gone through everything. I was looking in the chat to see if they were thinking everything this week. Uh, most people do not like Lee becoming Harley Quinn. As I say, I don't want her to be full-on Harley Quinn. You want her to be a Jerome-inspired yeah, nurse. exactly. She doesn't have to be Harvey Quinn, because yeah. Jerome's not like, Jer- they Jerome's don't call not Jerome, Joker. Yeah. They don't call Jerome Joker, so she... Exactly. I think you throw around big, you throw around a big character like Harley Quinn, people. Yeah, and, and they did it themselves. I wouldn't be picking at that if it wasn't teased by the you know Gotham writers. So I'm like, I feel that that's their way of doing it, just like Jerome is their way of doing Joker. Mm. Hmm. Um. Also, I will have to Google it to confirm, but mm-hmm. somebody in the chat said that Ra's al Ghul is confirmed for season four. I yeah. have yet to see a confirmation. I have yet yeah. to see a confirmation for season four. Which, now would be a good time to mention, uh, ratings. Oh, yeah. The ratings are interesting for this show. I mean, it's been, it can't help but be in a downswing <laughs> just from what it debuted to. But do we, are we concerned yet? When, when should we be concerned? Well, um, I was actually more concerned for Lucifer, as we talked yesterday yes. watching the Super Bowl. Um, then Gotham until I read TV line today when they came out with their renewal scorecard. Lucifer was considered a safe bet Mm -hmm. versus Gotham, which was could go either way. And I was surprised by that. And I like both shows. Um, but I, as much as I like Lucifer and I think that there are stories to tell, I feel that Gotham has more stories to tell. And if I had to pick, I would pick Gotham just because I mean, as I say, I feel that there's a lot they could do with this. Um, I'm pulling up the ratings yeah. real quick just so I have a good barometer of this season because they're realistically not going to... I think W... Okay, WBTV Go just announced a Lego Gotham. Ooh, like yeah. seven hours ago. Yeah, I love the pictures that they did. They did, like, Lego Gotham, Lego Supergirl. <laughs> oh, are these cute. just, like, one-off yeah, the, po- oh, they're they're one posters? they're just posters, yeah. Oh, okay. But they did every DC TV show in Legos. It was cute. Oh, okay. Never mind. I yeah. thought that was I thought that was a big project they were going to yeah. do. And I was like, oh, well, that kind of confirms things. Then never mind. I'm, I think on pure quality, this show has only gotten better. But I am concerned 
However, if you look at Fox's renewal process, yeah. Fox hasn't renewed anything. Yeah, that's yet. the thing is they haven't renewed anything because so. these things happen when yeah. they, like these things tend to happen either singularly for like in either in singular cases or all at once. It's very rarely. It's it'll be in three weeks from now when they start renewing mm-hmm. a lot of shows and they renew Lucifer and you don't hear anything about Gotham that you're starting to get, to that, worry. Yeah, that's when you can really start to worry. And I feel that you know, other than they're trying to give Twenty Four Legacy a good slot and you know build that up, like after the Super Bowl, I feel that their point of doing three episodes here. And then doing the long hiatus is to see if Gotham and Lucifer can survive that. And if they do, I feel that they will pick them up. Um, So if ratings improve when they come back around, especially because they're doing it at the end of April, where there's a lot of stuff going off. Mm -hmm. And so it's to me, I feel that they're giving it more of a chance by taking this hiatus during sweeps to ramp up for May sweeps. I agree. I'm also looking at just the pure numbers. Uh, damned if you, damned if you do season mm. two, episode one, debuted to four point five seven mm. million people, and then the average for that season was somewhere, or the average for that uh, fall part of the season was somewhere around four million. If you get to March, they start dipping around the three point eight, the three point seven, and then season three they premiere at three point nine, never break that, and then. Where are we? January 16th, when they debut, they get 3.69, 3.6, 3.46, which is consistent. Hmm. Like, they're averaging about 3.6 million people every week. And we're talking about, they had an episode on November 28th, and then not again till January 16th, and people found them again. Yeah. Which is big. Creatively, I think it's the much better show. Creatively, I don't want to see a world where they don't renew this show. And I also know a lot of those actors are signed to some pretty long potential contracts, and they have a lot of great actors behind them, and it might be, oh, yeah. a, it might be a matter of how, if Fox is unhappy with a 3.5 at 3.5 million views a week average, if Fox is unhappy with that, then a converse, then there's one of two conversations. We're so unhappy, we're going to try something else, or we're unhappy, how can you fix this in the next couple of weeks, and then it's over. By the way, I haven't read anything that specifically says this show is in any danger. No. Or any more danger than any other show yeah, at and this that's, point. Yeah. But I think it's worth mentioning now that there's a good chance. Not a good chance, but there is a chance how things roll that when this show comes back April 24th, that it's either do or die or already decided. Yeah, and that's the thing is hopefully they give it time because I feel that this hiatus... And same thing with it starting earlier is they're trying to put it on, same thing with Lucifer, because when you've got, like, a powerhouse like Supergirl, and I don't know what else is on Monday nights, The Bachelor, stuff like that, that, I mean, I may not, I like watch Supergirl, obviously, but with The Bachelor and stuff like that, they don't want to compete with that, which is smart, because mm-hmm. you're splitting a demographic, because there are plenty of people, I would assume, that watch stuff like that, that also watch Gotham. But if they split it up, you're going to get those views that you might not otherwise. No, yeah. I agree with that yeah. as well. That yeah, I that's a good strategy. That it's a good yeah. strategy you need. And I feel they're doing it for a good reason. And they don't... And they're not... Supergirl's not on at 8, correct? No. Super, uh, yeah, it is. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I know Supergirl... Okay. I haven't seen Supergirl's no. numbers, but I know the problem with Supergirl on CBS wasn't that it was the top-rated superhero show. It was that 
superhero shows don't rate. Yeah. Superhero shows don't track well as far as networks are concerned, which is why it was on CW. But I also, who knows? Like, nobody ever actually knows with these things, but I think it's worth bringing up. Let's see if the chat has anything to say mm. about it. They don't seem too concerned about it. So yeah. I think, so I, I think we like this. I think I think we're in a good place ratings wise that there'll still be a show next year. Yeah, to me it it's all up to Fox. I mean Fox did cancel the grinder even though it had decent ratings and was a really good show, but I feel that it it got it was a new show. With mm. Gotham you've got three seasons, so I think they're more likely to give it a chance. I think so too. I <laughs> think there's there's a goodwill built. There's and once again, creatively, mm. creatively, it's in a place where it's like, well, you can go a lot of places. You can with go it. a lot of places, and if the issue is we want you to do better than three point five, have a conversation with them of what do you have in the barrel that you were going to wait. What what do you have in the barrel that you were going to wait that maybe you need to break that out sooner, or maybe we need to advertise you better, or maybe even move you to another time, or lessen your order so that you can, or lessen your order so we're not spending as much. Yeah, any of those things are a possibility. And as I say, I am more in agreement with shows now lessening the order of things and doing solid a good solid 10 to 15 episodes or, you know, not rather than not at all. Because yeah. that's the thing is we don't need 22 episodes anymore. And, and we, we don't, don't always. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, the loose gestures yeah. in the chat said maybe Gotham will also move to the CW and then Sky Patterson almost immediately. Yeah. Gotham on the mm-hmm. CW, no. I don't think it fits there. It does not. It's I too, it's, yeah. Imagine, imagine the Flash, the campiness of the Flash, but in like this really weird. I'm gonna say insane clown posse, yeah. but like this dark humor, this dark that it would not fit on CW at all. Where Supergirl very much fit yeah. on the CW world, whereas this just doesn't. Yeah, and that's the thing is like if it were to move to FX, okay, you know that makes sense to me. Move to FX, give yeah. it ten seasons, get let it be even more PG, or maybe even you bump the. You could bump if it's ten episodes. You can kind of bump the budget a little bit yeah. on those ten episodes. That it can be also the FX people. I a lot of people I know who who do shows promote shows. I ask them like, who's your number one? Like, who's your top of the top dog? And they say FX. FX kills us on advertising every time. Yeah, and FX really needs a boom. So like, that's the thing is like, other than Ryan Murphy, what do they have right now? Because I mean, other, you've Atlanta. got the Sons of Anarchy, yeah. you know, spinoff with the Mayans. Okay, you've but David Atlanta. But yeah, I'm not Atlanta's gonna... good. Yeah, <laughs> Atlanta's so, very, I was going to say, like, it's hard. Like, FX has good comedies, but their drama used to be the top of the line with Justified, Sons of Anarchy, um, yeah. Nip Tuck. And, you know, other than Ryan Murphy stuff, it's kind of been falling down. So Gotham would be a good addition bring, and sort of give them that superhero boost if Fox were to decide that. This yeah, is all Fox just wild to, speculation. If Fox were to say they don't yeah. want it on FX, we had a whole segment yeah. for it. Of just I know, we just reckless, pitched it. Reckless yeah. speculation of just... I. Last call, do you do you think they're going to renew it for a season three, as is, 20 episodes? Don't change a thing. I feel that it will get renewed just because right now they are literally throwing money at any superhero franchise. Why would you get rid of one already established? And that's I, the thing. It's like they're doing an X-Men series on Fox. They're, Black Lightning was supposed to be on Fox, but now it's moved to the CW. So they lost one. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want to hold on to this one. I think they might cut it to 15. I could see them cutting six. it. I, yeah. think I could see them doing similar to what USA does, where they get <laughs> 10 and 6. Mm. Like USA does that with Suits, where, where it'll get a 10-episode run and a 6-episode run in separate seasons, almost. 
they break they segment the season. I don't know. Let us know in the comments no. what you think. Yeah, because this this is an exciting conversation <laughs> that isn't just recounting this awesome episode we just saw. In the meantime. Where can the people find you on on the Twitter? And you guys can find me on the Twitter as well as everywhere else on the internet at L A C R E T I A L Y O N. Since there is only one, and I'll be on After Buzz TV for the Supergirl After Show at 10 p.m. What? And yeah. you guys can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. I will be back here Wednesday night to cover Suits. I will then be back here the following Sunday night to cover WWE's Elimination Chamber, which is six weeks in the shadow of WrestleMania. And I do a lot of other stuff here at AfterBuzz TV, and I tweet about it very regularly. Thank you for joining us, citizens, and good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.